Welcome back to the One a Week Podcast, everybody. I'm Matthew. I'm Jonas. This week, we're talking about the new Trippy Red album, Trip at Night. It's got Trip in the name, and it's Night with a K. I said that last week, but for those of you that missed last week, uh, all two of you, uh, it's Trip at Night with a K. So if you're looking this up, don't mess it up. I'm looking at I'm look I'm looking at it right now. Why is it night with a K? Because like there's not like a theme. I don't know. There. I remember um the the Holy Smoke single with Little Uzi Vert mm-hmm. had like a like a castle. I mean on the yeah, cover like the cover the, art is like vaguely. Well, thematically, I don't know, but thematically, there's not that much going on other than your average emo trap auto tune type thing, and Trippy Red. He's, it's not like he's kind of subverting expectations or anything. This is what he got big off of with his early Love Letter to You mixtapes. They kind of got big. Uh, my first experience with Trippy Red was Dark Knight Dummo with Travis Scott, which yep. is a phenomenal song. I still think that to this day. I thought it would have changed over the years because I'm a real music fan <laughs> now. I listen to real music, no, I listen to... <laughs> but this song, still a banger, still love it, so I have kept in tabs somewhat with Trippy Red's career, um, and unfortunately, he has <laughs> dropped one very bad project after another, what with, um, well, well, uh, his debut studio album was not terrible, I uh, liked a couple tracks. Life's a, life's a Trip. Life's a Trip. I remember there being... Uh, a couple. I liked Wish. I liked Taking a Walk. Um, and I don't remember any of the other ones. Dark Knight. Oh, Dumbo Dark Knight Demo was on that album. <laughs> okay. I just that that that's like a single, and I think of it as such. Yeah. Whatever. So after that, um, it's very spotty. Love Letter to You Three. I still stand by that project. It's got the. It's got Topanga and the Juice World song that I liked back in the day. I don't think I'd like it now. Um, maybe I, would, I don't remember I don't the know. Juice World song being that good, or at least it doesn't stick out to me at all. I really listened to that this week too, just to like recontextualize yeah, you really everything. Really went for it. I, I went hard for the Trippy Red episode because I thought he deserved it. Because uh, after Love Letter to You Three, um, it kind of took a horrible, horrible <laughs> nosedive. This uh, exclamation point. Exclamation point hurts me to listen to, honestly. It is so boring. There's nothing going on. Oh, he has a coil. I had never listened to Exclamation Point, but he has a coil array feature on that album. That's kind of awkward. It's just, he, he writes zero catchy hooks. The beats are bland. Whatever. And then, like, Neon Pegasus is 90 minutes long. And it's so bad. <laughs> there is one baby good song on the whole thing. And then he released like an extended version yeah. with like pop punk stuff going on. He was really starting to lose me. I don't know how he had me in the first place, <laughs> but out of all like the XXX Tentacions and Juice Worlds and Trippy Reds of the late 2010s emo trap craze. Trippy Red was the one that stuck out to me because he had a couple good songs and his hits were actually hits. They were actually kind of good. Uh, unlike some of X's stuff, I still can't really stand a lot of his music. And Juice World never really spoke to me that much. I love Juice World's debut album. I still do. I, I don't know why. It, it never but really I clicked still with me. And I don't know why. I guess I just. 
I, I didn't really care for like the the boyish singing. He reminded me a lot of Post Malone for some reason. Like his voice. You know who really likes that first Post Malone album? Yeah, I know it's on brand it's for you. It's me. But um, both of those it it, I, it makes no sense why I like them, but I really like them. Those albums, at least. And then also, uh, you forgot "Love Letter to You" four, which is fine. It's there. not that it's not that good. I am up, but it does have that "The Baby" song on it, which I really like. I I didn't really like "Love Letter to You" four that much. It was very underwhelming and definitely the weakest of the "Love Letter to You" tape series. <laughs> I've listened to one and i think maybe half of four <laughs> i've listened to all of them you how have we've lived together for like more than a year now how have i never heard of you well, being you like know. a red fan i don't even call myself a fan you've just, listened to everything i'm just kind of there i'm i'm experiencing it and most of the time i'm like wow this one's a real stinker <laughs> trippy Thank After, you like, for this. Two in a row of like stinkers. I kind of give up on an artist. There were some big stinkers too. <laughs> there was there was little to enjoy out of both of those. But regardless, this new album got announced, and I was like, okay, I'll 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 give it a shot. And then uh, people were talking about it, saying it was his like best album in a while. So I was like, hmm, okay, and. I heard Miss the Rage was on there, um, and Miss the Rage, not a bad single, but not that promising either, and Holy Smokes with Little Uzi Vert is a bad song, yeah, the chorus bad. is bad, Little Uzi Vert's feature is boring, Trippy Red has no flow, and the beat is bland, so wasn't super enthralled with the, uh, the lead up to this album, but... But I must say, we have another good Trippy Red album, in my humble opinion. We did it, guys. Now, the thing about this album is that the production takes no risks. <laughs> like, front to back, it is like synths, like 16-bit synths, nonstop. If Nothing like, but that. I was like, okay, so Mr. Rage, pretty good song. Oh, Holy Smokes kind of has, like, the same thing going on. And then uh, the whole album, well, I guess not the whole album, there are a couple exceptions, but 90%. It's basically the whole it's album. It's basically that. And I think that's my biggest issue with the whole thing is yeah. that the production is kind of bland. But when it hits, it hits. And with an album like this, it's as simple as that. It either hits or it misses. So, some of the hits. The opener pretty good i think it sets the tone quite well it's fun it's bouncy trippy is a little catchy you know he's got some attitude which is something that's always stuck out to me he actually has like a personality unlike a lot of the the emo rap people he'll like make a funny bar here and there and not like his pen game is anything to write home about uh i'm not listening to this for the the lyricism <laughs> i'm listening to this for the vibe as um the contemporaries would put it uh, so the opener not a bad start and then mp5 with sofago i actually think the song is pretty good i like um i like the beat the chorus is good sofago's feature is catchy um it's got a lot of energy it's bouncy just like the opener i think there's like a reason these two songs are right next to each other they kind of set the tone really well and i was 
I was excited getting into it. I was like, wow, okay, so we might have uh, we might have something on our hands here. Because, you know, it wasn't boring me to death. And then finish line, not so sure about this one. It's a little boring. You know, not much. The problem with boring songs is that I can't really talk about them for too long because I don't have anything to say. Yeah. So I can just be like, yeah, they're boring. And then holy smokes. I've already, I've already given my thoughts on that I one. Don't, you know, I I, I like Uzi. I, I, and I think I, I kind of, I, appreciate I, I kind of treat him the way you, you treat Trippy Red. Maybe it's, I will always <laughs> listen to every single Uzi project, except for that Future collab. Didn't listen to that because I really don't like Future. Don't gotta. Um, but ev- everything else by Uzi I will listen to. And it's been pretty consistently misses as of the last couple of years, I yeah. would say. But I will always have hope because there will be some times where Uzi will come on a track and he'll kill it. On like, features, he's like he's way more consistent than like his solo material. Yeah, I've heard like, a lot more good features from him. Like uh, the, the Tyler song that he's featured in? Phenomenal. Yeah, one of the Phenomenal. one of the better features of the year. Um, and like, there's still plenty of solo Uzi work that I really like. Perfect Love Tape. I'll go to my grave saying that's a fantastic mixtape. I'll go to my grave saying that. Um, but I say all of that to say, he sucks on this song. Yeah, I don't. He sucks. I really don't know what happened here. If they were like making the song over Zoom or something, <laughs> but the chorus does not pop. The verses do not hit. The beat is kind of trash. I it don't sucks. know what they're doing. It sucks. You have like Little Uzi Bird and Trippy Red, two like two geniuses of <laughs> writing catchy hooks, and they can't do it together. That 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 is really unfortunate. But we go into Supercell, and this song is dumb, and it's funny. <laughs> but I actually really like the beat on this one. I, I like how the synth sounds kind of like an electric guitar, how it kind of like has to reach up, even though it's a synth that's computer generated, has to like reach to get to the note. And God, I really like all the dumb surface level Dragon Ball Z references <laughs> in like every bar. Yeah. The chorus is, he's like, they don't understand it. Planet Namek like I'm Goku. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Why did you just drop like Planet Namek in there? Just to gate the, the DBZ feature of he the like, song. He like will just say a bar and then it'll be like, like Dragon Ball character. And I don't watch Dragon Ball Z or anything, but like... I'm going to guess that a lot of the lines aren't really representative no, of I, the characters. I do like how he calls uh, Mr. Satan his shooter. I think that's funny. He says he, like, eats a lot. Majin Buu. I guess that one makes sense, I guess. Cause, yeah, because Majin Buu's, like, fat. fat I don't like think he eats it. people, though. Whatever. The, 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 the similes are not clever or deep, but this song is just fun and it's catchy. So... It's a pass from me. I don't expect much in these it's like in whatever. these songs. Uh, okay, Miss the Rage. I mentioned previously, and uh, beats good. Uh, Playboy Cardi and Trippy do an okay job on the song. But in my brain, this has been utterly eclipsed by the Mario Judah <laughs> version. I was gonna say I. I really don't like the the Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi version, and like I I never have. 
I've but I have <laughs> I mean this I've always like stupid Mario I was like, I was like, yeah, it's like it's a good beat, it's a vibe, you know. I like the sound, but yeah, Mario Judah he was made for that beat. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know the story behind that. I don't know what came first or who did it first. <laughs> it was definitely the trippy rappers. I don't He does this all the time. He, remember that like the baby song? Yeah, he but just, I rock star In my brain in my brain Mario Judah <laughs> released his version before the trippy red version came out. I don't know why that's how the chronology worked in my head, but without looking into it at all, I thought that it was that Mario Judah had like acquired the beak from like a leak from a trippy red thing, and he just did a, his own version. No, okay, because he says Ivis the Rage, like the song had come out. It was it's called so Mr. the Rage, better. but it's yeah, so it is better. way better. So honestly. This one's kind of a miss on the track list. I, I don't like it at all, actually. I, I liked it prior to the... like. I, I was, mean, I liked the beat. I was like, fine with it. I thought Playboy Cardi was kind of boring, and Trippy Red was doing whatever. Uh, but yeah, Mario Judah version, way better. To put the Mario Judah version on Spotify. If you can put, <laughs> if you can put Rockstar Mario Judah version on Spotify, put... The stupid Miss the Rage when, Mario Judah like, version. Like a Miss the Rage, like TikTok or whatever is as I see on Instagram because I don't use TikTok. Don't get it twisted, <laughs> not on that app, but on on Instagram when they show up. Whenever it's a Miss the Rage, it's always the Mario Judah version. Yeah. People know, we know. I know the truth. We know, guys. Hey, we we get it. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Supernatural. I actually like this song quite a bit. Um, the, when it started, when he says, take a chill pill, like eight times, I was like, eh. <laughs> but then, then the verse is pretty good, pretty catchy. And then beat switch. Don't get a lot of those. The beat switch in this song. Is and I, I, I like the bass line. I like how it's like a darker, not as bright synth thing. Yeah. And Trippy like does whatever his rappings, whatever, but the beat is carrying the song and I, I like it. It's not... Yeah. It's, it's definitely a standout I don't moment. like that song until the beat switch, and then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> I liked it up to that point, but uh, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Trippy red fans starving out here. We really are. Although, um, we, there will always be the, the classics. We'll, we'll always have the classic lineup of those of those trippy red hits that we could just play forever and pretend he's still good. <laughs> Uh, but remember when I said at the beginning of this, uh, not the beginning, like eight minutes into this, that we have another good Trippy Red album? Uh, the Ski Mask song doesn't prove that. Although, I kind of like that song. I like I it. I don't know. But I like Ski Mask a No, lot. Ski does a really good job, but like he usually does. So my only issue is that Trippy is really like lame in comparison to yeah. the Ski Mask verse. You know, he does like his, he does like his Ski Mask flow, yeah. his delivery. It's pretty trademark at this point. And I like the um the like picked violin kind of thing going on in the beat. I thought that was really interesting. So I don't know. We'll call it like a like a B tier moment on the on the on the record. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Uh oh. So Matt Hardy, nine nine nine. I am blown away by how well this whole thing came together. The beat is crazy good. Trippy and Juice have chemistry on the track. They're like spitting back and forth. There's like 
they're being funny. Trippy Red's like, I'm a piss, then I'm a shit. And like a Playboy card, he nails that Playboy Cardi impression, by the way. Mm-hmm. Juice is saying funny things like, R. Kelly, I'm a piss on her. That's funny. Even, it's dumb. It's, it's dumb, dumb. But I think song. it's I think it's funny as hell. Yeah. And then the the beat at the start is good, and then it switches to into like an organ thing, and they get like really melodic, and then it then it goes into the end, and then it transitions into the piano. I can't believe it. It it goes it goes I together. I don't like this song. It goes together I I, way too good for yeah. me. I liked early juice world stuff i like his first mixtape for some reason i like his first album but like eh. i think i think he has a knack and he's dead so i you know i don't know that this matters but like i think he had a knack for going back and forth with people which is kind of now that i think about it I mean, he must have just been sitting on this song for a long time to be able to go back and forth. No, this it's not well. like a, we pulled this off a hard no. drive verse. But like, I think the Juice World feature on "Nothing to Prove," I think, was the Lil Yachty album that he he goes back and forth really, really well with Lil Yachty on that project, and that's not a good project, but that's a good song in my opinion. Um, so I think he, you know, has the propensity to do it. I just don't care about this song. This. This song, I played this song like 50 times this week. <laughs> I don't know why it has stuck with me so well. And it's not like I'm like, yeah, it sucks. It's like a guilty pleasure. I can consciously perceive all the things that I like about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't get it. It just, and I've never been a fan of Juice World, And it just works so well. He like isn't boring. He's not being like... Mm-hmm. She, like, broke up with me. (laughs) He's actually, like, being charismatic. Trippy, too. And the beat has, like, multiple phases. And it's catchy. Maybe it's just because I played it 50 times. But it's playing in my head a lot. You had to reason to get to that point. That's true. I don't know. When I'm at work, it's, like, doing stupid stuff. Which is all of the, the entire period I'm at work. It's just playing in my head. So, God, this song is fantastic (laughs) i you have done nothing but surprise me when it comes to trippy red talk for like the past week just i just i I you're you're no longer predictable you are no longer predictable. i'm looking for very basic things i'm looking for catchy beat catchy hook i am too it's not like i'm like you know the picture of like that people use of like Benedict Cumberbatch with his hands together and the earbuds in, and then like, this is how white boys listen to rap. This is how y'all listen to Drake. That's <laughs> why you can't like Drake. But like, that's not what I'm doing. I like, I have a different way that I listen to records like this, and it's, it's just, like that song doesn't meet it, the criteria. It just immediately clicked like, with me. You know what I was listening to today that made me think about that? I was listening to Santana World by TK. I like that album. I like it quite a bit. I think it's good. And that's like a dumb album. It's yeah. like it's like it's like a whatever album, but I enjoy it and that's that's how I was like, okay, I can still enjoy things. I'm not so up my own ass that I can't enjoy things. But like I uh. I I love this song. <laughs> this song is so good. I can't believe it. 
I was not expecting to find like a top ten song of 2021 oh this week. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm calling it. What other song have I played like a billion times in a row? I can't believe other this. than this. I can't believe that it's 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 stuck. <laughs> it's stuck with me. Uh. Just just perfect. I can find no issues with this entire song. Okay, now. After this song, though, we kind of enter a little bit of stink city territory. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's yeah. that it's that like that like late two thirds, early last third section of the Trippy Red album that's got a lot of duds in it. Vibes bad. Um, I think it's bad. Yeah, vibes kind of sucks. New money really sucks. Yeah. Um, it's I vibes. The, I is, think the X song is bad. I I don't actually mind the X song. I think the beat's interesting, and X has like a. Uh, like his feature's not that bad. It's definitely better than most X features I've ever heard in my How? life. What? Where are they getting X content? I don't understand. I don't know. Although this this feels like it was made for this song. I don't know if it was just in the vault. And he was like, throw it on. But it it matches like the aesthetics of the album, so yeah. it must. Have I mean, been. it didn't sound like a low quality feature. I I still just wasn't just a huge the, fan. Just the the on vibes. It's just messy really messy it sounds really muddled and then new money sounds like he's like ad-libbing but for his his rap the things he's rapping there's no flow it's a half-baked song uh space time baki iphone i literally don't do not remember what these things sound like even though i've listened to the album all the way through like 10 times i cannot recall i remember the beat on space time like kind of intriguing me but then uh, Trippy Red is really boring on the whole thing. Uh, Baki, there's like a sample of the anime at the end. That's the only thing I remember. And then iPhone, this sounds like a, this sounds like a Katy Perry song. <laughs> the beat, the beat sounds like a mid, twenty fourteen Katy Perry song to be played at like the Super Bowl or something, and. So you're saying it's the best song on the album? Yeah, right? it's kind of the sleeper hit of the whole thing. I don't. Even, <laughs> I was losing faith. I was like, okay, yeah. we had a couple of good cuts and some great cuts at the beginning of the album. Is it just gonna suck from here on out for the rest of the whole thing? But actually, Rich MF. That song Polo is G, so good. Polo G and Little Dirk. Um, I love that track. <laughs> I love it. The hook is actually really good. Everyone delivers on their verse. It's, it is exactly what I want out of a trippy red it's, song. It's it is so good. Unique sounding beat, I think, on the whole thing. It's the most like East Coast sounding. I don't know if Trippy Red counts as East Coast. He was born in Ohio. I don't know if that counts. I don't know where he operates. His sound is most definitely like West Coast Southern trap stuff. But uh, his point of origin. You sound like a dork right now. Hey, I know my hip hop. West Coast. I do my research. I know, I know, I know. I'm a music critic. Uh, I gotta, I, just, I gotta I just, be well informed. Matt <laughs> um, Hardy, nine nine nine. I I usually hate Little Dirk on uh, everything, but I actually like him on this song. And I've, no, I don't I, think I, I think this song's fantastic. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard a Polo G song in my life. Um, but he's got some, he's got it, some good material. He does, he does he a good job on the thing. He was probably the second best feature on Culture Three. Ooh. Coming in behind, and you're gonna be shocked. NBA Youngboy, NBA Youngboy song on Culture Three is really good. NBA Youngboy, I couldn't believe it because I really don't like him. But his the closer on Culture Three, probably the best song on the album. 
I'll keep that in mind when I never listen to it <laughs> in the, for the rest of my life. You uh, and then uh, like a know. like a posse cut with people I have never heard of in my yeah, life. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, Captain Crunch. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know Sada Baby. That's that's I it. I don't know any of those guys. I thought Captain Crunch was also really good. I thought the two closers for this album were really, really good. It was, it was okay. I the beat was okay. Um, the chorus was like whatever. He was like diamonds, colorful Captain Crunch, some stupid. Whatever. Um, I don't care. And the verses aren't as memorable as um, the previous. I think if you put two posse cuts next to one another, and one of them is clearly very superior to the other one. It kind of takes away from the whole thing. I, I still like... I really like this one. I think the last two tracks are the best on the album by far. Personally. I know you clearly Personally. Uh, no, as as our listeners can tell, I've been pretty positive <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Um, so, in conclusion, as we have gone through the entire track list, um, I was pleasantly surprised by the whole thing. It didn't <clears throat> surprise me. Even though I just said it you surprised just said me. It in in terms of like the sound, yeah, and like the the lyrical content and the the performances, I was completely. It was expected. I was gonna say whelmed, but that's not even a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I would have never listened to this record had it not been picked. Um, not that I don't listen to any, you know, rap oh, or mainstream rap hip-hop. music. I just don't care about trippy rap. Yeah, but apparently, you do. Well, what I've it's learned. albums like these that I'm like, okay, so we have some great songs here, and we got a couple of it really like, bad songs. Whatever. I like it wasn't enough to like really stimulate me. Like how I how I how I be listening to these things is I'll turn it on. And it, I, I look at it like 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 flatlining at a at a hospital. Not that I'm like <laughs> like bored to death, but like I'm like everything starts meh, and you can't really drop below that unless it's really noticeably bad. But there will be times where where my heart rate will pick up because it's good, right? Like that's how I look at it it's... because so much of it is just like boring generic trap emo trap or, yeah or what and it doesn't even have to be to this album in particular like that's how that's how i'll be listening to the new drake album when i eventually get around i to am it. not doing that i'm going to at some point not i'm not picking it. it for the podcast <laughs> i'm not doing it but like the times where i'd say this one picked up were um I liked Finish Line, okay. It was that was like a little pickup. I liked Demon Time because I liked I like Ski Stokely. Yes, yeah. I I like Stokely. I like he's, that album. He's not bad. Um, I and then I really liked uh, Rich MF and Captain Crunch. Like I really liked those last two tracks. But if you'll count, that means four tracks out of seventeen. So I was like, eh, you know, whatever. I think I liked, like, eight of them. Well, I think I liked, like, ten of them, but eight of them I was like, okay, this is good. And, you know, for a Chippy Red album, that's pretty high batting average. Because yeah. uh, for the past, like, it's, three, it's, it's, been, been, it's been a it's pretty, pretty big zero. Pretty what big a, zero uh, out of ten yeah. for me. Yeah. I, I mean, those are, those are my thoughts on the album. It, it, I just kind of, like, whatevered this album. See... 
This you gotta listen to it like fifteen times. I'm not like giving it. I'm not. And that's there's when you, so much other music. I can that's listen when you to. unlock the secret. You should not have to work that hard to like music when there is it's infinite it's rewarding music. though. It's quite rewarding as a concept. But there's other stuff that I'll listen to that I'll just like more Mm-mm. without having to listen to it fifty you just times. <clears throat> okay. So I like this album overall. Um, I would say it's still a pretty mixed bag, but. Um, it has its moments, its shining moments, as not all Trippy Red albums do. So points for that, and I can kind of, I can uh, hopefully in the future, he's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just write catchy hooks, and the beats, because I didn't really care that much that all the beats were like the same. I cared a lot Got when old. it was like a bad song, like a really bad song. But when it was like the same aesthetic, but like done well, I was like, okay, this this is good. That's why I think Rich MF is the best song because it feels the most varied <laughs> in its sound. Well, also that's in case you're not looking at the track list, that's literally what it's called. We're not censoring. It's it's called Rich MF. Hey, I already said I already said pissing. So this oh, is an no. uncensored episode. Oh no. Um, but. I like this album, so it's gonna get a uh, B minus from me. D plus. <laughs> it's eh. trap. Eh. Look, I'm a, I I'm have a nothing, trap fan. I have nothing against trap. You know this. I just didn't like this. Who's got Travis Scott on physical? This guy. Okay, uh, look I'm at you. Saying that's the benchmark. <laughs> That's the bitch. I don't make the rules. <laughs> you just made the rule. That's not. I didn't make that. You just up. made the rule. That's on the internet. <laughs> That's on the internet. Where? It's the internet. I don't know. <laughs> it's a really big place. Shut up. Shut what are we talking about next week? Um, okay, so in two days from the time of recording, Baby Keem's new album is coming out, and I, I really, really like Baby Keem's. Uh, 2019 album or was it 2020 it was 2019 I, think. I don't know i don't know i really like that album front to back with one exception um the trippy red song no he's not on that album i don't think there's any features on that album <laughs> he was wow like, he's like j cole he was like unknown at the time unknown rappers be getting features all over the place <laughs> okay. with like but- their bros <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! But, okay. I think he was doing like a J. Cole thing, if you, have to, if you ask me. Okay. Oh, he just wanted to do something by himself. He's like, J. Cole, Look, that's not how that works. He's He's got like that J. Cole, Kendrick aesthetic. This isn't me criticizing him, I'm just pointing it out. His Spotify bio is just philosopher, philosopher. period. It's so stupid. So I can tell he's obviously like going for that, that aesthetic. I that guess. That aesthetic. I, I mean, I would agree for the most part, except his... Like run of singles since that last album, they've been pretty bad. I think with like I I think um, Sons and Critics Freestyle I still like that song, but uh, Hooligans Do Rag Activities and uh, the last one that he just put out with Kendrick Lamar Family Ties. People Family won't ties. stop talking about that. Song. I don't I don't like any of those three, and maybe I need to listen to Family Ties more, but I still don't think I'll like it. And just, it's gonna be on the album. As a single, it's here. like really, yeah. Scatterbrain, but uh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about his new album. New baby, that's yeah. two rap episodes in a row. 
That's crazy. This show is now Rap Speaks with Two White Boys. <laughs> That's a catchy title. We gotta get <laughs> we gotta commission a new like thumbnail picture. Yeah. All right. Well, that's we'll 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 talk next week. Yeah.